1: Good morning. It is Tuesday, December eighteen. Welcome to Daily Walk. I'm Becky De Oliveira,
0: and I'm Jafet De Oliveira. And uh, let me pray for today, Heavenly Father. Just again, thank you, Lord. Uh, thank you for uh, gathering us. Thank you for uh, bringing this moment where we get to read your Word, and we ask for a blessing—a uh, blessing on this passage, a blessing as we process all that we are thankful for, all that uh, you drive through us, all that you've called us to. We thank you for this season. Uh, Christmas is just beautiful and powerful and wonderful, and and it has so many good things. And at the same time, it's, it's hard for some people, and we ask God for wisdom and understanding how we relate to the complexity inside it. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Amen. I am reading today from The Message, Hebrews 12, 18-29, subheading, An unshakable Kingdom. Unlike your ancestors, you didn't come to Mount Sinai, all that volcanic blaze and earth-shaking rumble, to hear God speak. The earth, the ear-splitting words and soul-shaking message terrified them, and they begged him to stop. When they heard the words, if an animal touches the mountain, it's as good as dead, they were afraid to move. Even Moses was terrified. No, that's not your experience at all. You've come to Mount Zion, the city where the living God resides. The invisible Jerusalem is populated by throngs of festive angels and Christian citizens. It is the city where God is judge, with judgments that make us just. You come to Jesus, who presents us with a new covenant, a fresh charter from God. He is the mediator of this covenant. The murder of Jesus, unlike Abel's, a homicide that cried out for vengeance, became a proclamation of grace. So don't turn a deaf ear to these gracious words. If those who ignored earthly warnings didn't get away with it, what will happen to us if we turn our backs on heavenly warnings? His voice, that time shook the earth, His voice that time shook the earth to its foundations. This time, he's told us this quite plainly, he'll also rock the heavens. One last shaking from top to bottom, stem to stern. The phrase, one last shaking, means a thorough house cleaning, getting rid of all the historical and religious junk, so that the unshakable essentials stand clear and uncluttered. Do you see what we've got? An unshakable kingdom. And do you see how thankful we must be? Not only thankful, but brimming with worship, deeply reverent before God— for God is not an indifferent bystander. He's actively cleaning house, torching all that needs to burn, and he won't quit until it's cleansed. God himself is fire.
0: That's a very different uh, take, and yet yeah, it's a very clear take as well. Yeah, yeah it yeah. is. Eugene Peterson doing a phenomenal job once again through the message there. Mm-hmm. All right, so here's the question for today. What do you find diminishes or grows your faith in God? And how can you be thankful for the challenges that you've experienced and what did you learn from them?
1: Wow. Yeah. That's difficult. Um. It is.
0: It is. And I think it's because, I mean, I agree it's difficult. I think it's difficult because to talk about what actually grows and what diminishes uh, really varies for every single person, first of all. Uh, because what maybe grows my faith could actually diminish somebody's faith.
1: Well, and it's asking us personally, though, so everybody else out there could answer it their own way. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what I think is hard about it is it can be hard to know in the short term. You know, first of all, what you've learned from a challenge and whether or not it's increased or diminished your faith.
0: You don't know. I don't
1: think you always know where you're at when you're dealing with with either good things or bad things.
0: I. I find that I find that you know um, stories of, uh, of people and when people do good things and when I see somebody's done something good it actually does grow my confidence in humanity and thereby it also grows my confidence in in the hope of you know the future of this world um, and I'm kind of inspired by that mm-hmm. often um, and I I feel inspired by that and I feel good about that kind of stuff but I think when I reverse same way, you know, when I see people doing bad things, um, that's actually really, it takes so much more energy to not allow that to take me equally in the same direction in the reverse place. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, let's it say, does. like, I see somebody do something good. If I was mathematics, if I, if I was to uh, give a, a quantity to it, I see somebody do something good, it gives me like a 10% boost. But when somebody does something bad, I don't want it to give me a 10% negative.
1: Well, what's worse than that is it probably gives you more than 10%. It probably gives you more like a 30%. Yes. Because I I think bad things always outweigh good in terms of the effect that they have. I don't
0: want it to have that kind of effect on me. And so I I try really hard to wrestle with God about how that is there something I'm missing in what's happened. And I think you're right that sometimes it takes a long time to actually see uh, whether this is happening. I mean – People do come often and say, you know, when you're in trouble or when you're in difficulties, oh, you just hang in there, everything's going to be fine, which, which is mm. great to say to you, but um, it's only afterwards after time. Yeah, and I
1: mean sometimes that, I mean often that is true, but. Yeah, but of course, what you're thinking to yourself is they have no way of knowing that, and see, they don't. Like, things like might not be fine. In Moses, what does it mean for things to yeah. be fine? You know, In
0: Moses' time, when they were all surrounded the mountain there, and uh, the dark smoke is there where they can barely see anything, and the mountain's trembling, and the lightning the lightning is, is flashing. And so as the light flashes, you can kind of imagine this mountain tremble, the ground is trembling, and they hear the voice of God echoing through the valley. I mean, a million of people hearing this is pretty... Pretty uh, frightening. Pretty so, do you
1: think that diminished or grew their faith in God?
0: I, I mean, think, they must have been I pretty it, sure
1: He existed. I
0: think that's actually. <laughs> all, I think that's what it did. Yeah. I think for them, first of all, for some reason, I mean, they just crossed the Red Sea and they just came across. They're, they're seeing this this mountain experience right now. I think that that's uh, that's actually what it did right there and then. It, it let them know that God is real. Well, because I think yeah, spoke people to them in oh, their okay. language.
1: People have at least two different issues with. The existence of God, one would be whether or not he even exists in the first sure. place. And then the second would be if he does, is he in fact benevolent? Is he like a friend, friend yeah. or foe? You know. So yeah. those are two different things, both of which would have to be answered. So maybe the scary voice answered the first one, but maybe not definitively well, the second then, one. I don't know. And then
0: when you talk about your friend uh, and you talk about your friend, God being your friend, and then you're sitting down with someone who's actually suffering, and uh, and they want justice. What, what do they want that friend to be? Yeah, and that's when it becomes really complicated because mm. we want justice and we don't know what justice looks like for God. But we also in want our mercy. Ways. And we always want mercy. Right? So
1: suppose you're the person who's causing pain for somebody else you don't want justice to come to you
0: so when God describes himself as love it's very hard for us to really embrace that wholeheartedly because we want to apply our you know our human characteristics onto God in the sense of that you know he we were made in his image and so we're like well then can't just be reversed back into God in that way and and we place all those onto him and we're constantly I believe boxing God into this space rather than allowing God to be God and us to be human and and having this relationship with him and saying there are some things that are so complicated that we don't understand entirely that are, that are beyond us yet.
1: I think often I'll feel that things that grow my faith in God is looking back at life and seeing the way that things have fit together, have led in a certain direction. But sure. I still have to say that that, because it's a human way of, Looking at your experiences and telling a story that you make a choice to do that. You make a choice as to which details you pull out and how they fit together. So I think that always faith is a choice. I think some people find it easier to make that choice than others. I think some are more predisposed toward faith than other people. So if you are one of those people, then that's nice for you. And if you're not, then I think you have to struggle more to make those choices To if you want to believe in God. Um, And if you think there's some reason to do that, then having to look back and and really think about the meaning of things and possibly looking for instances where God has been active in your life, hmm. where maybe you don't see that naturally it doesn't just come to you. yeah, but you can try to look for it and try to explain your so you know you, there's a million different ways that you or I or anyone could tell the story of our lives. Yes. We can be the hero, we can be the villain, we can be you know whatever. and it, a lot of that is up to the choices that you make. Yeah. Like you think about all the people, all the people that we talk to who are still, really angry at their parents, for instance. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's an interesting narrative to have for your life, that, you know, my parents messed me up in some way. You don't have well, to think of it that way. It's one yeah. way of looking at it.
0: And I think about all the people this Christmas who um, are not going to be able to be together.
1: Mm, because they're angry, mm-hmm. estranged and so on. Yeah. And,
0: and that's, you know, that's another tragic level uh, of issues that are going on as well in the world today.
1: Uh, Is that pepper spray?
0: Yeah, it's really, it's getting to me.
1: Mm.
0: Hey, um, look, let me just repeat the question one more time. um, And and then we'll wrap up for uh, today and have you guys think about this. So uh, what do you you find diminishes or grows your faith in God? And how can you be thankful for the challenges that you've experienced? And what did you learn from them? Look after each other, live love, and uh, we'll connect tomorrow. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today if you remember if you have any questions reach out to us online at boulder.church and if you can help support us please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give until next time look after each other and live love